Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroyed Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. And Mark, what are we talking about on the episode today? Well, we're not just going to talk. We're going to go from zero to one. That sounds pretty fast, Mark. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Nike said it best, right? Just do it. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Taking the first step to making content. Okay, so the reason that this came up is we've been getting a lot of feedback lately, uh, some really positive feedback from our listeners. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, How come I didn't hear any of that? Oh, well, it's... I'm it's just kidding. Secret. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and we're sort of like, okay, well, people have said to you, Mark, about um, they like what you're doing with your career, where it's going and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, apparently and, I'm a podcaster now. Yeah, apparently you are a podcaster and... Uh, I think the funny thing about that is, like, anyone can do that. The mm. difference is that we have done yep. that. That's that's, that's right. really all it comes down to. Well, what, there are two types of people in the world, right? Yep. Those who do it. And those who done did, don't. did it. <laughs> okay. It's like a Ned Flanders impression, Chris. <laughs> done diddly don't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. People who have podcasts and people who don't have podcasts. Well, the difference between them is those. Yeah. Yeah is is literally that that exactly um, yeah it's not yeah not rocket science is it no and and the same goes with creating video content or whatever it is mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and we we were discussing this and we were sort of talking about why why what is why what is the difference what actually is the difference oh i think you're just gonna have which to is the why 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 don't people do it yeah i can't speak for them but i'll speak for myself okay i just think um a lot of what i'm I'm just too dumb, you know, to to fail. You're too dumb to fail? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> falling down and not hurting myself. Well, you see, for from my perspective, it's kind of like um, you, you make something, right, and you put it out there and to a lot of people, putting something that you've made or your opinion or your voice or whatever it is out into the world mm-hmm. is scary because it opens you up to criticism oh yeah i mean look we've i think that's been kind of almost beaten into us as we were kids in primary school you know you know you give the wrong answer you go stand in the corner you give the right answer you get to sit down yeah so what what i want to um i want people to maybe take away from this episode one of the things that is sort of really important to me is to get the idea that like Yes, you will be opening yourself up to criticism, but most of the time that criticism is going to come from people who aren't doing the thing that you're doing anyway. Exactly. Or sometimes a criticism comes from you yeah. and then you set up this feedback loop that paralyzes you and you can't do it. Yeah. Um, you and I have been pretty fortunate in that... Uh, well, we're too dumb to know when <laughs> gone in above our heads. No, I think I think it's more that we've got a little bit of experience with performing that some people don't have, um, or making art and oh. things like that. From that perspective, a- absolutely. I mean, look, I, and I'm a big proponent of you know getting children to perform on stage or sports. You know, I mean, when you stand at the starting line, you know, you're the butterflies in your stomach and it's like you've eaten you know a lot of butterflies 
<laughs> yes, that's what butterflies in your stomach is. What eating butterflies is? It's yeah. like you have butterflies yeah, in, in your, your stomach. stomach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great analogy then. Um, but yeah, and, but then when you you know like the first time you were on stage playing live, you know it was like petrified, right? Ah, oh, terrifying. Yeah. Or the first time I released music, or maybe the first time you published a photograph, or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Um, like you open you you put it out there it's no longer yours exactly you don't have control over it oh you have control what people say about it no yeah like you don't have you you also don't have control over how they interpret it oh totally absolutely i remember i remember my first paid commission as a photographer and you know when i delivered the the um the slides yeah i was nervous i was like and then i i think i was i was quite young i was i would have been my early 20s um and i remember not sending the invoice for a week because i was afraid the clients were going to send the slides back and said they're no good i guess one of the things is um some people are like wow that's really great that you're putting this out there it's because we've we've come to that point where we're not really bothered like i'm sure we will probably get criticism over the course of making this podcast. And oh, any of you there got, probably already is that we haven't heard. Exactly. So any of you guys out there have got negative criticism, well, send them on. We want to hear it. Oh, okay. Chris doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> I want to hear it. Yeah, no, no, no. I do. Because any any sort of feedback is is positive because you can take something from it. Well, exactly. I mean, we got, um, we, we've introduced a thing called the morsel. Um, I mean, we call it the morsel. Yeah, and we kind of just slid it into the program because one of our listeners, um, and I won't name you because I will. I will, Lyra. <laughs> okay. Her feedback was, "I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved your banter, but can you guys just get to the point?" Yeah. And we went, "Oh, right, okay. So let's let's give let's put a morsel up front." Yeah. You know, and this is what you know, and 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 give some give yeah. In the first five minutes, you get something out of us. Yeah. And that's that's what I tried to do with the. Uh, um, you know the the little what I thought thought was an inspirational speech at the start wasn't at all. Which one? I know exactly <laughs> the bit where the bit where I was Goes like, what it. I want you to take away from this is that you know you put stuff out there and and not be afraid to put stuff out there. Exactly. Um, it's and, a good morsel. And that's and that's where I guess like the where do you start that's an that's another thing um you know like whether it's a video or whether it's a an audio podcast like you were saying um with the morsel we we also have a you know a general way that we start each oh format yeah definitely i mean um it helps i mean the format helps i mean look when when you when you start something you don't know what it's going to look like you never know what it's going to look like you kind of have if you've if you've visualized it successfully, you kind of have an idea what the end product's going to look like. Yeah, but how do you start? You know where, where where the bits go and all that. And the only way to do it is just to start slapping things together. Yeah, you know sometimes that's all it takes, right? You just slap well, stuff together and kind of form it into the shape that you want, and then refine it as you go. I mean, we've already talked. I think in previous episodes, go back and have a listen if you can find it. How well, we started zero zero one. Yeah, zero zero zero. Sorry. Episode zero. And um, we sort of did a few test test runs and stuff and we got our like, we got our little intro sort of down of mm, like, mm. I'll start, then introduce myself yep. and you. 
uh, then I'll ask you what we're talking about. You say something obscure, run the music, and then we say, okay, well, what's that all about? And then we're into it. Yeah. And getting started like that is... um, whatever the format if there's if there's like a recurring way that you do it it makes starting so much easier every time you do it Mm, yes absolutely i mean like we used to i think when we first started it used to take us about half an hour to brainstorm each episode yeah we've got it down to like 15 like over this one took us like five minutes yeah I think we, well, we sort of, we sort of talked, um, we went on a walk and, and talked about this one. Yeah, that, uh, so that, that works for us. it did take a bit us. longer. By the way, that works for us, like the walk and talk. So it works for Chris and myself. Yeah. As we walk, um, uh, Lily, um, Chris's dog, we brainstorm the idea. So whatever comes up, whatever works for you guys, you know, you've got to come up with a method and a format. Yeah. So the difference between the people who did it and the people who didn't do it is literally just they did it and they just weren't worried about whether like people would what they thought about it. Yeah, worrying about what the right way of doing something usually doesn't really work. It's it's you end up like a deer in headlights and you don't get anywhere. Yeah. Just do it and if it doesn't work, guess what? Just put it aside, start again. Yeah. I, I think, um, and when when I was saying with our, our past history, both uh, playing music or uh, whatever it is, for me, uh, I had to learn that lesson pretty early on with music and writing and recording and all of that stuff. And then mm-hmm. when's the song finished? Okay, you got to just draw the line somewhere and go, it's finished now. I just have to put it out there and see what happens. And maybe the feedback will be good. Maybe the feedback will be bad. Maybe people will hate it. And honestly, when I look back at m- the first music that I did, cringe, so bad, mm, so mm, bad. Mm. But the lesson that I learned from it was just get it done, get it out there, move on to the next thing. Yeah, I still keep a um. So I've kind of moved on from my photographic my photography career. Um, in fact, I sold off all my kit and everything. Um, but one thing I've kept is my first handprints. With the um, like black and white printed um, contact sheets and negatives, yeah, my first ones. Um, it's called stack of them. You know, I used to shoot seventy rolls a week, and what it reminds me of is where I started. Yeah, I look at them and they go, "Where well, there's some of them really?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god, it's so juvenile." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? But that's always going to be the way. But you're never going to get better at doing at it, doing it. Well, if you don't, because you got to start somewhere. Exactly. Out of those 70 rolls that I shot, you know, my success rate was maybe five shots were were, were, were mildly good. Yeah. You know, when I first started and then it got to a point where, you know, every second or third shot's usable. Yeah. And that journey to get from zero to one and then one to 10 and 10 to a hundred, that zero to one was the hardest. Yeah, exactly. Um, and... I think uh, someone else that I've spoken to uh, just in regards to uh, I did a, I've done a lot of videos over the last few years mm-hmm. and one of the things that he said he asked me was you know for advice on was like how do you start how do I I never know how to start a video um, and so my my thing was. Uh, that in my videos I always just say, good morning, I hope you're having an awesome morning, I'm having an awesome morning, today I'm doing this, blah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
that then also becomes a bit of a ritual as well. So when people mm. tune into my YouTube channel, they'll see, yeah, good morning. I hope you're having an awesome morning. And it's like it's a trigger. Yeah, it's a trigger. Exactly. It's almost a meme. It's like it, and and I think this goes back to um to how we learn. Yeah, um, you know because you know it's like sometimes to get people to listen, you actually have to say, listen up. And that's a cue for people to say, I'm going to say something important. Yeah. Listen up. Um, you know. Um, I yeah. count down from three. Like if there's a noisy, like, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Ah, right. Is that, is that what you do at your stand-up now? Yeah. You yell that's at, what you, I yell, do. You yell I just, at your audience? I, I, on my way to the stage, I count down from three as I get the microphone out of the yeah, stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people get that. It's a cue. Oh, right. He's, he's, he's going to start, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll count down from 10, depending on how far the walk <laughs> is. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing, isn't it? Get down to zero and you're like still yeah. three feet from the mic. All right. As a kid, can you guys remember when, you know, when, the, when your favorite cartoon was on and the theme song came on? Yeah. And like, you're like, oh, I got, you know, right? Because it's, it's almost a, an instant nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. starting with something that makes you feel, it, it, tri- like it literally triggers you. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. To feel how you felt the last time you watched that show, or yeah, or whatever it is. Okay, so this, so what, what, what? I'll just wrap this up a bit, um, and you know, make it a little neater. So to start making content, the smartest way, sometimes the best way of doing it is to create a format for yourself, so you get in the frame of mind to create that content. With my photography, it was pretty straightforward. Loading the film in the camera was the ritual for me. Yeah, okay. So when I opened up the back, put the film in, rolled it in while I was doing that and setting the cam- you know, setting the shutter speed and the um and the f-stop, I got myself in the frame of mind to shoot. Yeah. You know, and that was my ritual. Yep. Um for us with the podcast, our ritual is our intro. Yeah, exactly. And that gets us in our frame of mind to blag on for 28 minutes well it, it might also it might also uh in turn get the listeners into oh, okay we're starting a new episode mm, of the podcast yes, that's now a, i'm settling in yep. ready to go theme yep. music runs what are we talking about today yeah well it, it's pretty documented i came across a few case studies where a youtuber didn't do his signature intro yeah just for the hell of it and the amount of hate mail he got <laughs> yeah he was like he was blown away by it so what he would do is then he would start it. So he started putting his intro in the middle of his program. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know, I know you guys are here to listen to me do that. Well, I'm not doing it now. Well, especially with when it comes to YouTube, what you want is audience retention. Yeah. So if they're there for that, put it like way into the episode yeah. so that so they get it, at right? least so they get stay for a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was the most inane intro. He just does a funny voice. He draws yeah. out his vowels and his, you know, his syllables. Yeah. And that was it. That's it. Yeah. And people wrote in and says, do it again. You got to do it. Yeah. I watch you, you know, it's not complete. Your program is not complete till I hear you do that. Yeah. One of the, one of the other things that um, I think can tend to scare people off doing content is when you, when you go on YouTube and you look at the comments section. Nobody reads the comments. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So you've seen just the absolute cesspool that the comments section oh, on YouTube can oh, be. Absolutely. Oh my god. And so that can often be a huge deterrent for people to publish because they're like, I don't know if I could handle 
I've from what I've seen out there. Yeah. But the the thing is, um, the majority of uh, and we've, we're moving from podcast to YouTube, yep. whatever whatever the platform is that you're publishing on. Hmm. Um, in my experience with YouTube, it's actually quite a good, uh, friendly community. It's only when a video gets huge and starts getting a lot of comments. Yep. That you see, you start seeing any negative comments. The, troll, and the trolls and the haters. That's the troll. That literally is just the trolls and the haters. Mm. And then they're, they're not the people. And I know that, like, you, if you're listening to this, you know that. But at the same time, it can still be the thing that deters you. Yeah. You yeah. know that you know that it's like it. It's meaningless. Yeah. For the most part, especially if your content is. Good, and maybe it comes down to self-doubt that you're like, maybe my content won't be good. But if you're delivering good information mm. and you're talking about something that you know mm-hmm. and mm. you think that this information will help someone, yep. then you can't go wrong. Yep. I think it comes down to self-belief as well. Yeah. And also being too dumb to care, <laughs> you know, um, because a lot of the comments I'm, I'm sure come from people who've never done it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just, they're, they're really good at consuming the content. Therefore, yeah. they think they know they what it's all about. They have everything, yeah. which is fine. I mean, that's your audience, you know. Yeah. But I have, I have an adage. I have a, I have a, I have a, not theory, but I subscribe to this idea that you don't know how hard something is until you've tried to do it yourself. Yeah, for sure. And which, you know, as a kid, as I was growing up, um, I used to get comments from uh, some of my less enlightened um well compatriots about art you know okay we're talking about modern art and you know and this was when i was in design school actually and one of um, my fellow um uh classmates um he didn't understand jackson pollock um the painter you know the guy he just splashes paint everywhere right how hard can it be you know just fucking splash paint everywhere you know it can't be that hard so he had, it was like me. Yeah. So we challenged him. Yeah. Oh, he challenged himself. He said, all right, oh, okay. right. You know what? I'm going to work out why Yeah. this is so, such a big deal. So he, so bought, he tried to do one. He tried to do it in his bathroom. Yeah. And he came back um, a couple of days later, 350 bucks worth of paint splashed out everywhere. Yeah. He said, Looked terrible. He said, he said, I get it. None of <laughs> everything I've done so far. Yeah. It's rubbish. Yeah. Because how do you know it's rubbish? It just didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Yeah, okay. You know, I can't control it. It's splashing everywhere. It's like, oh, I got to be drunk to do this. Well, that's why Jackson Pollock was drunk half the time. <laughs> but <laughs> not the point. The point was that he then got it. Yeah. And then he started doing that more and more. And by, you know, by mid- middle of the year, he, he actually brought in a piece that he was happy with. Yeah. So... It took him six months. What What it comes down to is you have to start somewhere and you're going to start bad. Mm. And if you're okay with that, which you kind of have to be if you want to do something, mm-hmm. um, and the reason you would want to do something is because it's worthwhile. And I genuinely, I can't even stress enough since starting this podcast how worthwhile this type of content is. Mm. I, I genuinely can't stress yep. how worthwhile producing valuable content is. Well, we just had a phone call with someone, somebody up in Darwin. Yep. Uh, who's a great who's a fan of ours? Yeah, and he was like saying, "I love your stuff." I mean, it's like we were going what up and down. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that was great. Um, so, 
I think what it comes down to is the difference between doing something like this and producing content and putting it out there and not doing it is literally that. It's just either you do it or you don't do it. Exactly. I, I still remember the first time I tried to make an open G chord on my on your guitar. On my guitar. Yeah. It was such a piece of it shit. It was terrible. It was like, bleh, bleh. yeah. That was how it sounded. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. But you, know? you, you keep doing it. You, you, may, and you know, you might not publish it at first, but like, just, just put it out there. Just do something, make something. If it's of value to people, they will find it. They will enjoy it. And uh, you'll keep doing it. That's yep. you'll really get better all it comes it. down to. Yeah. And every business can do that. Mm. Every business can do that. Yep. It's just a matter of whether you do or not. Yeah. And the reason why we're talking to you as from a business perspective for content, it's because if you, as we said it before and I'll say it again, as a business, if you're not making content, you're not being found. Exactly. You've, you've got to make, make content. You'll be found. You'll engage with people. You'll yep. start conversations. You'll have conversations that you'd never would have had. Mm. Um, our last the episode that was um, published, I think episode twenty three, yeah, um, brand as publisher, yeah, and I'll put the link in again in um, on in this episode. Um, there's a bit of study from uh, by newswhip.com. Brands who engage, have put out content, engage, um, have higher um, engagement rates of up to seven point eight times more than their nearest competitor. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. I'm not. Yep. Su- I'm. I'm surprised. Like, but I'm not surprised. Do you know mm. what I mean? I'm mm. like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's but a at the same time, having started to experience it ourselves, mm-hmm. it's not that surprising. Like, I can imagine in one or two years, mm. um, if we just keep putting out content at the rate we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Another statistic that um that is that you know um and that's in that's in that episode on the uh, in the in the show notes on the webpage, it's not in the episode per se, is that um like GE, um they've got a couple of podcasts. They've had a few podcast episodes out there, and not episodes as in program series, and they are very, very active in social media and very active in putting out content and, you know, um radio programs and things like that. Yeah, I think in two thousand and seventeen they had ten times more social engagement than their nearest competitor, Siemens. Yeah, wow. We're, talk, we're talking about, you know, 250,000 versus 22,000. Yeah, okay. Wow. That's, that's, that's a real lot. That's hmm. like not even in the same league as and, each other, yeah. anywhere near it. Yeah, and this, we're talking about GE and Siemens. They're yeah. tech companies. They're not entertainment companies. No. You know, they're, they're, they're people that put out computer chips and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so on that note, I'm going to go get some chips. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So hopefully you guys found this uh, a little bit inspiring or something to go and get out there and actually make something that, that you know, is of value to people because that's what we want to encourage, really. Exactly, Chris. And that's the perfect way to end this episode. So I would like to thank you, Chris, for showing up. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank you for showing up. Oh, well, you're welcome. Brilliant. All, All right. right. So if you've enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, how about giving us an awesome review on iTunes? Exactly. The two guys are too dumb to know when to quit. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Follow us on social media, and uh, if you've got any feedback that you want, like that negative feedback that we were talking about, yeah, yeah, please don't put it on. Don't our put Facebook it on. Page. Yeah, yeah, don't put it on <laughs> iTunes. You can jump onto our website and fill it, <laughs> fill out a form there. That's what that's what you can do. Yeah, it's open again. It's right there. Yeah, Thank it'll go much. straight right. to my spam box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, if there's things that you want us to do or do better or something you want us to cover or you've got any suggestions that we can um, put in play. Yeah, um, and we, we also like to talk to businesses to feature them and do a bit of a brainstorm of ideas mm, on the podcast because yes. we do do that from time to time. We want to be doing more of that sort of thing yeah, as well. Yeah, we're, so. we're reaching out to other businesses interstate as well. Yeah. Um, so, well, watch the space. Yeah, so if you want to be featured, uh, visit uh, destroydigital.com.au and fill out our, uh, our sign-up form, I guess. Excellent. So, um, I guess you guys should now go and destroy some today. <laughs>